Dann. Hello. Um, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Grace, Peace and Balance uh, podcast or radio show by Gabi Abdel Gadir. This is episode 84, and I have got an incredible guest for you today. Her name is Alison Swergov. Did I say that right? You did. She is a consultant, host of two podcasts and certified Canfield success trainer. This is what we, both of us are in common, Jack Canfield certified uh, success trainers. Using her personal experience of over 30 years in the administrative field, along with her own journey of self-discovery and, real, and realizing that self-care was key, she works with entrepreneurial women to grow their business while creating a true work-life balance. Alison believes that women need to slow down and learn to take care of themselves. Isn't that the truth, eh? Mm -hmm. First, and eliminate the people-pleaser syndrome that most women have been trained to believe. She helps her clients create the self-care habits that work for them, put their oxygen masks on first and stop serving from an empty cup. Alison, welcome to my podcast. Honey, how are you? Thank you for having me, Gabby. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, I love that oxygen. Uh, they need to put their oxygen masks first. It is true. Mm -hmm. Because especially like moms, mompreneurs, they, it's always mm -hmm. about your kids first, and then your yeah. husband, and then your partner. And then it's about the home and about the food and about the business. And, and about the community. About the community. Before you know it, you're yeah. burning out, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I really like, and you do have a podcast by that name, right? Yes, the Oxygen Mask Effect, which is launching within the next two weeks. Within the next two weeks. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to watch that one. That should be amazing. So tell us, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. Well, yes. I am a self-care and self-discovery consultant, yeah. working with entrepreneurial women, as I mentioned, helping yeah. them create a true work-life balance. Yeah. There is, a, yes, I'm going to say people will deny that there is such a thing, but there is a way of having it by learning to slow down, learning to listen to yourself, listen to your body, rediscover your passions and dreams, because we all have those dreams when we're younger and we put a lot of them aside yes, to start our families, to start our businesses. And before you know it, you're working 70, 80, 90 hours a week, plus taking care of the kids, taking care of the house, being a wife, being a mother, being a community person. You're involved in PTA. You're on this committee. You're on that committee. And that's where the people pleaser syndrome comes in. Because as women, we're told we need to be everything to everybody else. Yes. We're not told how to be everything to ourselves. True. And utilizing my own self-discovery, my own journey, which is now 10 years into this, I'm still discovering things. I'll, I can go into how I got there later. But using that, using my coaching training, using my success training is how I work with my clients. And I, can, I work with 
entrepreneurial women of all kinds. I work with startup women just starting their businesses that don't know how to stop what they're doing to start their business. Yeah. And those who are in business who are doing it all and trying to do everything and realize not, they know something needs to change, but they don't know how to change it. So yeah. I work with them to create the correct habits to have to figure out what their pain points are and then work on those pain points. We create a roadmap, we create a list, we create the self-care habits that help really build a business. Yeah. As and well as giving them personal time for themselves and their family. I know, like um, a lot of people that I also work with, I find they're exhausted, like they, they, because they're so tired and their mind is cluttered and their time is cluttered and then the relationship is cluttered because you know mm -hmm. I'm a clutter clearing coach. So um, yeah, so it starts with the home for me, right? And then your workspace, all this has to be clutter free and then mm -hmm. that helps with the mind because if you're yes. sitting in a cluttered space, you don't realize it, but your mind gets cluttered and then your time mm -hmm. gets cluttered. Yeah. So I really like that. So who is your ideal client? Is it only women or you also work with men? No, I'll work with anybody who is in that position. Anybody who feels they are overwhelmed, they know something needs to change. They don't necessarily have self-care habits or when they do, their habits are whenever they can get to them yeah. instead okay. of making a true habit out of it or those who have lost their personal identity, which is how I started my, just my journey is okay. I'll go into that now, if that's okay with yes, you. Yes. Yes. I would, would I, love to hear that. Yeah. I started my journey 10 years ago. Um, I had lost my mother in December of 2010 which was a year after losing my grandmother in December of 2009, which was a year after losing my father in December of 2008. Oh my goodness. So I was overwhelmed. I had been dealing with all of that. And all of a sudden, one day in February, I woke up. I had an epiphany. And my epiphany was, I didn't know who I was anymore. I was married, so I was a wife. I was a mother, and don't get me wrong, I adore my children. But I was the one who stayed working locally so I could be around my children. I was the one who left work early. I was the one who took them to their doctor's appointments. I was the one who took them to their sporting events. I was a scout leader for both my son and my daughter. So I was a scout leader for eight years. I was on the board of my synagogue. I was PTA. I was class president. I was, you know, so I was always doing things for everybody else. I didn't really have an identity other than as their mother or as my husband's wife or whatever. My identity disappeared. I did everything. And it got to a point, and yeah, I had my crafts. I did some things with that, but it really wasn't an identity. Mm -hmm. It was a when I could fit it in. It was usually at nine o'clock at night after the kids were settled in bed. I didn't know who I was. Most of the people who knew me knew me as all of those things. They didn't know the me underneath and I didn't know the me underneath. So 10 years ago, I said, I need to find out who I am. So I started my journey 
And through that journey, I discovered a social group that started to know me as me. So I would go out to dinner. I would get invited to parties. I would start having people to hang out with who didn't know me as a mom, who didn't know me as a wife, who didn't know me as an employee at this company. They got to know me and wanted to spend time with me. And as time went on, I realized I'm more important. My health came first because that was another thing. My health was always the last thing. Your mental health as well, right? Mental and physical. Yeah. It all, it was everything. And over the last 10 years, I've realized I come first. Exactly. I took that opportunity. I realized I wasn't happy in my marriage. And I said, my mother wants me, would want me to be happy. So I separated from my husband, but I stayed close because I had two children who were living in the house with him. And I was still, the, you know, I still did most of their doctor's appointments. And my son, unfortunately, had a lot of health issues. You know, he had chronic illness. So all of that, and it took its toll. But I started getting people learning me. I, you know, I'm now in a almost seven-year relationship with a wonderful partner in life. And I'm now doing things for me. I've taken coaching trainings. I am a certified virtual trainer as well as a certified Canfield success trainer. So utilizing my experiences and my knowledge, I'm like other people, especially women, need Mm -hmm. to learn to do this themselves, but they don't know how to because they, you know, to do it yourself, you get lost. Let me be the guide. Let me be the wall to bounce things off of. Let me be the uh, facilitator while, I mean, you're doing the work, but I'm just facilitating your responses. I'm questioning and helping you create your system through me creating my system. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I, how I got to be where I am today. Good for you. You know, one thing that you just said, like you were not happy in your marriage. Do you know how many women are staying in an unhappy marriage? So it's either they're not making enough money and they're afraid. Yeah. See, (laughs) they're afraid that if they separate or if they get a divorce, how am I going to survive? So the lack of confidence is not there. Mm -hmm. Oh, I am like, I can go and buy on my own and I can manage and I'm going to do this. They don't have that. So they there don't. is that fear yes. and lack of self-confidence. So I really admire you doing that. So you stayed for that. Continue. I yeah. stayed locally. I'm also not divorced mm-hmm. um, because I can't afford to be divorced. Why? I can't pay my current reality does not allow me to pay for health care. Oh. So by staying married, I'm as long as my children are still in the family health care plan, I'm able to stay on his health care plan. Okay. That is different. I think in the US it's different than us here in Canada. Okay, so yes. you get you get full coverage through your husband's I'm job. Still on, Canada has universal coverage. The U.S., it's private insurance. I know. And by staying married, I'm still covered under his insurance. 
Okay, so once we get divorced, I lose that benefit. But you do have a full-time job still, right? I still you, work full-time as you well don't as get doing benefit? everything else. Yeah, you don't no, get benefits? My position does not get benefits. Not every job, not every company offers benefits. Or if they do, often it's too expensive. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad at least you have coverage for now. Take full advantage of it because uh, I hear like horror stories like... Um, a friend of mine went to visit her dad in New York and she was not feeling well. Her dad hadn't, he had mm -hmm. fallen. He was an elderly. Anyway, she went and then she was coughing the whole night. She had problem breathing and then right. her, her brother took her to the hospital. She's Canadian. She went to the hospital and then um, they did all these tests and all this blood work and things like that. She was there, I think about like 24 hours and then mm -hmm. she left by the time I think it was a week later or two weeks later, a bill came in. Guess for how much? It was thousands of dollars. 20 grand. Yep. Oh my goodness. Exactly. And I am like, I am glad I came to Canada, not the US because, <laughs> <laughs> because as you get older, there are always these issues that pop up. Exactly. It's could be diabetes. It could, I am diabetic. So it could be diabetes. It could mm -hmm. be blood pressure. It could be anything. Exactly. Know? Oh my God. We were such in a shock. It was not funny. Like, yeah. So I, I really sympathize. Like I understand your position. Okay. So that's that. So, and then how did you get, what made you um, become a self-discovery consultant? Well, I prefer the word consultant to coach. Okay. Because to me, consultant covers so much more. Yes. But we are a consultants in a way, aren't we? It's just, I don't We're know. All we're all consultants. Yeah. And because I work with businesses as well as personal issues all in one, I think it's more because I also get a little deeper than just a coach. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of friends who are coaches and they do a great job. But to me, a consultant get, goes a little bit deeper. Okay, explain that. And can help figure out what's really underlying. And I just feel it's one, I like the way it sounded. And I mean, I could just say I'm a self-care and self-discovery coach, but I just think what I do is not just coaching. It's total, it's helping rework your life, business and personal. But because what I do is I help you create the systems that are going to allow your business to grow and allow you to create the self-care habits that you need to do that. Wow. But you have to know who you are inside, which is where the self-discovery comes in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, uh, that is a great way of explaining it. You're consulting. We're, we're kind of consultants because we deal with, um, different kind of people mm -hmm. and each person's need is different than the other. Exactly. And then, so you got separated and you started uh, getting this social group and all that. When did you decide, how did you know that you really need 
to get into this, take all this training, all these coaching programs, and then so that you could teach it. When was the moment that you said, I think I need to, to study this. I need to learn from these people, who's Jack Canfield being one of them. Anybody else that you did? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jack Canfield and Eben Pagan are the two coaching programs that I did. Eben Pagan's virtual coach program. Um, I got certified in both in 2018. And it was when people started asking me questions because they said, something's different about you. What are you doing? And once I explained that I'm learning to live my own life, they realized that I was different. I had gotten out of a, I'm not going to say fully abusive relationship, but a verbally abusive relationship. And it was because a number of people who knew us for years would saw me and said, oh, I heard the way he spoke to you or the way he spoke to the kids. And you don't see it when you're in it. Yeah. And they started seeing me shine. They started seeing me change and like, you need to help other people. And I'm like, but I don't have any knowledge or, I mean, I sort of do because I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, but I've been an administrative assistant, executive assistant, you know, and customer service specialist for so many years that my psychology degree sort of disappeared. Uh, (laughs) But it's helping you now. It's helping you now. It definitely is. And I was always the person everybody went to, but I'm like, I don't have a degree. You know, I don't have, I'm not a sort of, I'm not, a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I don't have any of those degrees. I just have a bachelor's, which really doesn't do much. You need at least a master's in counseling to really do any, to say you're a counselor mm-hmm. um, or a psychologist or whatever. So I'm like, how can I do this? And I've also been involved in other programs for a number of years, trying to figure out how to grow a business and not the right program for me at the right time and things like that. And I had to work for, you know, to pay my bills. So I couldn't work as go to some of the bigger schools to do it. So I searched around and I found these two coaching programs. And Jack is not truly a coaching program. Jack is a training program. Yeah, he is. Which I like because it's train the trainer. It's not train the coach. So he's not just about coaching. He's about training people to change their life. And that's, to me, is huge. And that's part of why I think I consider myself more of a consultant, even though I've taken the coaching training. I am a virtual, certified virtual coach. But the consultant is more of a trainer. A consultant teaches you how to shift your mindset. Mm-hmm. So that's a coach. It's just the name is, yeah. But the trainer can train in different ways. And that's what I really like about the train, the trainer and the coaching program through Jack. Yeah. And then the thing is like every coach uh, has gone through different kind of study and different kind of certification. Some people even mm-hmm. they don't have any certification or anything and they're right. doing a great job simply because they experienced something, they went through something, and then they have a story to tell. Exactly. And they overcame it, and they do that, right? So, um, yeah, so everybody teaches in a different way. Um, Oh, my God, I've done a lot 
with the Bob Proctors, with John Asaraf, yep. and with uh, Jack Canfield. I think his was mm -hmm. my last. And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that it it takes a long, long time it to is. become. Yeah, it is like a lot of reading. Like over twenty years, I've been reading personal development books. Exactly. Yeah, it's about reading books. It's about attending seminars you know like mm -hmm. the group we are in like impact academy is one of the best exactly don't you love it like i love really, everybody in it <laughs> i know me too it's like incredible uh it's about like having the right community being surrounded by the right people if it wasn't for impact academy and i would have probably have never met although we did the certification the same year I yes. also was certified in 2018, right? Yeah, probably yeah. we would have never met. So that is that. Oh my God, that's a. Let's talk about how you came about the oxygen mask effect. I love it. I know the, the podcast is up in the next two weeks. Yes. And I want to be one of the first to be interviewed in there. And then tell me, I love that name. How did you come up with that name? I wish I could take credit for the name, but. I was trying to figure out what to name it, and I'm in a, I'm in a group actually to learn how to do podcasts. Okay. A training program specifically for podcasts, and okay. we were on a call one day because we have a weekly training call, um, and I was like, I don't know what to. I'm really struggling what to name it. Originally, I wanted to do People Pleaser Podcast, and I'm like, mm, no, I don't really like that, you know. So I was trying to figure it out, and I put it out to the group. And one of the other women in the group said, is that like the oxygen mask, about like using an oxygen mask in an airplane? I said, it's exactly like that. That's what it is. Take care of yourself first. First. Before you take care of others. So she's like, what about the oxygen mask effect? I'm like, oh my God. My God, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I did a Google search. There were, uh, there were two other podcasts about oxygen masks, but one is about autism awareness. Okay. For parents of children with autism, and it's not called the oxygen mask effect. It's put your oxygen mask on first. The other one is about safety and oxygen masks. So it's for the safety community, for the police, the fire department. Oh, EMT. wow. So I'm like, this is it. I am going, it's the oxygen mask effect. And then when I was talking with Jake from the Impact Academy, He's like, that is you, that is your brand, that is your system, that is your group, that is your book, that is you, that is everything. So I'm now in the process of working with an attorney to trademark that. Oh, wow, incredible. That, so I can totally brand it as my program. Yeah, that would be like your site, your website, your Exactly, book. I already have the domain, the oxygen. You do have? Excellent. I have it. I haven't set up a website yet. Yeah. But I did but at least you, yeah. right away. Website is not the problem. The problem is getting the domain that it was not taken before. And I did like, that immediately. Good job. Way to go. And the other the other uh, podcast is called what? Mind Body Success. And that is a joint podcast that I do with a friend of mine. Okay. And that is about my, how mindfulness and mindset and self-care work together to create success. Oh, wow. That is incredible. And that one is already live. That is on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on one, two, a couple of others. 
So that one's already out. We have the first couple of episodes, first four episodes are up and we have three more in the offing. When you move, there is a sound that's coming. I don't know where it's coming from. Like there is a sound. Just when you're moving, like when you're moving, I don't know where it's coming. Oh, maybe my chair was squeaking. Probably, I don't know. I apologize. No, no, it's not. It's just like so that people could have like a clear, uh, this thing, no, no, but no, no worries. Okay, so that is that. And um, how do you work with your clients and to help them grow their business? That is different than mindset and, you know, than yeah, um, it's, wearing their... I mean, mindset is part of it, yeah. but it's more of figuring out what their main, um, pressure, their main problem points, their main pain points in their business. Yeah. Um, and then work through that and figure out because a lot of times with a lot of people especially women it's delegation yes i was just going to say that yeah i I am guilty guilty of that yeah Yeah, we all are yeah we're perfectionists at heart (laughs) yeah i just learned to actually delegate stuff to other people like you know yeah go ahead so it's finding out where their pain points are. And usually it's in their doing everything. Or even if they have an assistant, their assistant is only doing X, Y, Z when they could be doing ABC as well. Because we're women, we're perfectionists. What do we think we do it the best? Nobody can do it like us. Yeah. So a lot of it is helping them realize good enough is better than perfect. And what is not serving me that somebody else can do? What am I doing that's not my area of specialty? Mm-hmm. And then creating, figuring out where I can put in self-care. And the reason I say that is to me, self-care is always, number, is always one of the three pain points. Cool. And by self-care, I mean total self-care. Health, it's to me... My goal is for total wellness, and that's health, that's mind, body, emotional, uh, spiritual, and sexual wellness. So everything works together. You can't be fully, uh, fully in something if you're not fully in yourself or fully knowledgeable of yourself. You cannot give of yourself if you have, as I mentioned before, if you have an empty cup. Yeah. So what personally, and I do it a very personal self-care routine, self-care habit, so it's very personalized, but what fills my cup in all of these areas? What will make me the best person I am and what will give me, allow me to work less in my business yet grow my business while having more time for me and for my family. Excellent. But time for me has to come first. Yes, time for you. So what do you do? Um, Not necessarily like on a vacation is definitely one of them. So what do you do when you feel like you're starting to get a little tired or exhausted or overwhelmed? How do you do it? Like how do you go away somewhere for a few days or do you go to the spa have a spa day. What do you do? You mean me personally? Yeah. Um, 
Me personally, I have a few things. I enjoy, I love to read. Okay. So I do a lot of reading. Um, I am a crafter. I make jewelry. I. Oh, wow. I sew. I do needlepoint. I haven't done it in a while. I need to get back to it. Um, I'm in the process of setting up my crafting area in my new house. Uh, It's still not there yet. Um, I also love adult coloring. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, me too. I, my favorite is mandalas because to me, a mandala, doing a mandala because it's so, I find it soothing because they're symmetrical. Okay. Oh. So mandalas are my favorite thing to color. I, you know, people like coloring pictures of flowers or whatever, but trees, symmetrical mandala. Oh, nice. I prefer that over a scene any day. Okay. Um, It's also spending time with my boyfriend. Okay. Lucky him. What was that? (laughs) Lucky him. (laughs) Yeah, we. He's lucky to have you. We're lucky to have each other. Oh, that is so cute. Okay. And we'll just go away for a weekend and get together. Like we're now in the outside of Portland, Oregon, and we have some friends up in Seattle that every so often we'll just like once a month or so, we'll drive up to Seattle and get together for dinner with them. Okay. That's nice. And we're, he's a scuba diver. So he'll go scuba diving and we're doing something in a couple of weeks where he's going to, we're going to the meet up with our friends for dinner. Then we're going to head in Seattle. Then we're going to head a little bit West Mm-hmm. He's going to go diving and I'll spend the day wandering in town. Cool. That is, you know, so cool. yeah. It's things like that. Or we, we're starting to make friends locally. So we'll go out with friends here or we'll just go out to dinner ourselves. Um, now that restaurants are open, we'll see how long that, ha- that lasts. I know. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> now that restaurants are open. We're starting to get out and go to dinner more. We're finally figuring out our neighborhood and finding our comfort places. You know, it's also... Well, are you new in that area? Are you new in the neighborhood? Yes. We moved in just after the new year. This year, 2021? Oh, that's why. Okay. We left New York and moved to Oregon. Okay. We do not recommend moving cross country in a pandemic. No way. Not a good idea. Yeah, I know. Eh? My goodness. Yeah. And here, like we just had it maybe 10 days ago. We had the restaurants open, but I think it was in Europe or somewhere in Europe, like in a newspaper, they said Toronto had the longest lockdown. So we had it, it really, it really yeah. I have friends up in that area. Yeah. Yeah, they, we had it the longest. So, yeah. So for me, like uh, when I get really stressed out, I like to be alone. Mm-hmm. So there were times like I would go, I don't know if you know Niagara Falls is like mm-hmm. uh, the border between us. I would go to Niagara Falls for three nights, four days, all Perfect. by myself, no TV, no Facebook, no social media, nothing except for my meditation stuff, for my affirmation stuff, and a book. And I wouldn't talk unless, like, I have to go, you know, when, I, when you go down to eat at the restaurant, mm-hmm. you have to. That's the only time I talk. Like, I order my lunch, I say thank you. That's the only time. But I would go for hourly walks, come yeah. back, meditate, rest, read, and take a nap, and then go out again. That is, then I would come back like a totally different person. 
So mm -hmm. it's, it's it, for each person is different. When I can't do those things, when I can't go away for three days, four days, like I like to go, we have a beautiful garden here, go sit there for an hour and a half or go by the lake. If you see my page, right. I always post pictures of the lake or videos of the lake and mm -hmm. just the sound of the water like just relaxes me and uh, I do those things and definitely a good book. I am a book addict, so a good book also helps a lot. Yeah, so uh, that is what we do. And I hope everybody listening, especially yes. all of you exhausted mompreneurs, try to take time for yourself. Listen to uh, what Alison is teaching, what she's saying, and uh, the way there's so many different ways to take care of your health, to take care of yourself. You have to put, what is it? The oxygen mask first, says Alison, yes. and she is correct, 110%. So you need to take care of you. Okay, that was beautiful. I need to, so what is your passion like besides work? Oh, you already told me you're like, you like art and you like- I like to craft. Uh, to craft, like, yeah. Reading is huge. I am an avid reader. Mm -hmm. I've moved, I have, if you could see, which unfortunately you can't, I've got an entire bookshelf of my personal development books mm -hmm. and I'm constantly buying more. So I yeah, love personal too. development books, but I also do a lot of eBooks mm -hmm. on my Kindle app. Yeah. Same so here I'm these days. Reading. Yeah. I, have, I take my iPad everywhere and I'm always reading. Um, I'll sit out on my deck. We have multiple decks. So I'll sit out on the front deck and just read for hours and get lost in my books. Yeah, and then the reason with Kindle is, uh, I don't know, whoever is reading, listening to us, watching us right now, please, if you're going to write a book, make the fonts a little larger. Some of them are like at like Arial or Calibri 8. It no, they is should at least so, be 12. Exactly. They know, but some of them are so, especially the I older know. ones I see, so tiny. You have to expand it. <laughs> that is why we have Kindle, because you can expand it. But the actual book, it yes. can get so exhausting for the eyes. So please mm -hmm. make sure it is font 12. It doesn't matter if it's Arial or Calibri, just font 12 so that it's easier for the eyes for people to read. Especially I really, for those of us getting older. <laughs> yeah, that. And honestly, like, <laughs> and, then it, and then the thing is that there are books that you, you, want, you want the hard copy. Like there are certain books I would like to have them as a keeper, you know, like, um, like for example, Think and Grow Rich is one of them. Uh, uh, Success Principles is one of them. A lot of The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer, like a lot of books, they're not good enough just to be because something happens to your laptop or your cell phone, you lose it, maybe not. But I like to keep the either paper copy or the hard copy of keeper books that you know you want to repeat them the one day. Thing. Yeah. What I do is I'll also listen to them on um, Audible. But the thing is, I'll listen to the book on Audible. I'm like, oh, I need to remember that. Oh, I need to remember that. Yeah, I exactly. need to remember that. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I might as well just buy the book so I can go through it again, highlight, highlight it, it. Yeah. make all yeah. sorts of notes. So this way, everything I'm thinking about, I can just put down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. Now you can highlight on Kindle, right? Like if you have, you yes, can do but that. You can't go back it's not to the find same. Them easily. I know. The, I know. That's the thing. You can flip through to see all of your notes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or so you can put stickies on them. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, you're right. So that there are books that you want to have them in, in hard copy or paper copy. And read because, over and over again. Exactly. One time is not good enough. Like there are books that are to be read again and again. Because each time you read, like for example, like Think and Grow Rich, like each time you oh read God, that yeah. book, you just find out that there was this one point that you had missed all this time, that this one message that you had missed all this time. Yeah, so I have it in my car. I have the, the CD in my car. Him and Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, and I have Abraham Hicks in my car. I have Tony Robbins in my car. Like, so I alternate. If I'm driving long distance, it's always I'm listening. If there is no good music, I am always listening to uh, the CDs. Nowadays, the cars, they don't have CD players anymore. So that's why you need Audible. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. So that is it. So that was a great call. Anything else you want to add? Because I have two questions, personal questions that I have to ask you. Any? Ask or? me the questions. Okay, yes, ma'am. So. I ask this to everybody I interview, everybody, um, to every guest of mine. If you have to visit three countries only before you die. Oh my God. Only three. I know everybody says that three countries only you want to visit before you die. What countries would they be? Ah. Uh, can we, can it be ones we've already been to? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. If you've been there, then you don't need to be there. You need to. Okay. Yeah, but I haven't seen anywhere near enough of it. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, then. Then name it. Name it. I want to go back to New Zealand. Okay. There's so much more that we didn't get to see. We spent nine days there in October of 2019, and we saw parts of it, but there's so much more that we didn't get to see. Yeah, I yeah. So, a lot of people say how beautiful it is. I have two friends on Facebook from New Zealand. They're incredible. The entire country is amazing. I would go back there in a heartbeat. Okay, that's but one. we need a month, not just nine days. Okay, uh, that's <laughs> so that's one. Okay. Um. Tough question. There's someone who's go to so many countries. I know. I'm thinking Italy. I've never been there. Okay. And I don't know what it is about Italy, but everybody, a lot of my guests say that. Say Italy. Okay. You know what? I'm a foodie. Okay. Oh, okay. The food. I am a foodie. So if there's a place with good food, I'm gonna. I want to be there. <laughs> and the wine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, totally. Give okay. me a good winery. When we were in New Zealand, we did like eight wineries over the- Oh, wow. In nine oh, days? Two days of touring. Okay. One day on one, one island and one day on another island. Okay. And there's still a whole nother section. We didn't even get to the Marlboro region. Okay. Which was further south than where we were. Okay. Um, so New Zealand, Australia. Italy, Australia. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All those. Okay. There's so many more, but those are the top three that came to my mind. Okay, not, not nowhere in the Middle East. Like I would. I've been to Israel. Okay. Okay. I would go back because I would see it differently. Okay. But I was in Israel prior to children. Okay. Two weeks there. Um, 
some of the countries I'm a little more leery of being a Jewish woman. Egypt, no, I guess. You know, Egypt is a possibility. There are areas of Egypt, yes, I would love to go. But, you know, not every place is as open. There's still a lot of anti-Semitism around. And oh. that makes me more nervous about going to some of the countries in the Middle East. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, very sad. In Africa, you can go, I guess. In Africa, I don't I think you would have like a problem. I parts of Africa. Yeah, but Egypt is Africa, but at the same time, it's just closer. It's just because I don't want to talk about it, but I know why you wouldn't want to go to Egypt, but Egypt is Africa. So Ethiopia, Egypt, Sudan, well, and all this. So is Israel. Israel is not Africa. Technically, if you look at the map, technically, it's part of Africa. Seriously? It's part the, it's, yes, it's the Middle East, but so is Egypt. Middle East. But if you look at where it's located, it is technically part of Africa. Oh my goodness gracious. Because Egypt is, we share the, 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 the Nile, Ethiopia, right. uh, yeah, Ethiopia, Sudan, and Egypt, they share the Nile. So we're right. neighbors. Israel like is it, the Red Sea. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Israel was... I would have never seen Israel as part of Africa. Now that you mention it, I'm gonna go back to the to the map and see my son. I can ask my son; he's good at these things. And <laughs> people don't realize it. No, uh, for me, it's Middle East still. You know, well, so it's is like Egypt. Egypt, Jordan, Syria. Jordan, Syria, yes, but not not Egypt. Egypt still is Africa. Mm -hmm. Still African. But everybody anyway. considers it the Middle East. Yeah, they're all like within a three-hour flight from one another, right? Like, yes. yeah, oh my goodness. Okay, so you got three of them. We're good. One last question. Well, my second question and last question would be, if you have to accomplish one dream that you haven't accomplished yet, but it's a dream of yours, what would it be before you die? If you want to accomplish one dream before you die, what would it be? To impact the lives of at least a thousand women. Oh, that is so beautiful. You know what I like about that? Because you didn't, you didn't even hesitate for a second. You gave the answer. I love it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay, so I think we're almost there. What is your last advice to listeners who are exhausted, who... Um, are having trouble with work-life balance, what's your last word for everybody who is listening and watching? Learn to say no and realize self-care is not selfish, but the most important thing in your life. Oh my goodness, that is powerful. Thank you so much for being on my show. It has been a pleasure. Yeah, it has been a pleasure. Everybody, I will be posting her bio and her social media links, both on Podbean, on podcasts, and on YouTube. And if you want to, I will also be sharing uh, the podcast and sharing the YouTube channel and subscribe, download, follow. And uh, anybody wants to get in touch with her, I will be posting her bio and her social media on both platforms. Thank you so much for watching. Until the next episode, stay safe. Blessings.